You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Reckless speculation. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. NFL legal tampering. NFL free agency officially starts tomorrow. News breaking right and left. And there's no better man to have with us than our guy for a second consecutive day now. Darren Doogie Wolfson, our scoop master, the man always working the cell phones. Um, I'm going to say a name to you, and you take the ball and run with it, okay? All right, you're the boss, Judd. It's your show. Yeah, it's really Declan's show. But anyway, here's the here here is the handoff to you. Harrison Smith, what can you tell me? I know you have information. By the way, collector's item right here. Yeah, Pat- that? yeah that's not that's gonna be bad, Judd. We, uh, Look Patrick, at this. Patrick Royce left his work badge in the office, so how much? If I put this on eBay right now. We'll do it. Let's find out. <laughs> Could it make, make up the it difference? Because Harrison Smith either stays on a pay cut or he gets released before the day is over. I am mm. anticipating Harrison Smith news today. I was told today, I am told he wants to play. Retirement is not an option. So mm-hmm. the Vikings would like Harry back. It's mm-hmm. on him. If I put this on eBay. Because I like Harrison Smith, all-time Viking, potential Hall of Famer. We can literally pay for a quarter. We can literally Could pay it make up the of difference? Because the Vikings want him to take a pay cut. So if I put this on eBay, could we make enough money to hand it off to Harrison nope. to have him make that decision to remain a Viking? That is the question. But Judd, yeah, I mean, I anticipate Harrison Smith news at some point today. Now, is it in the next few hours or is it tonight? Like I texted you this morning, I said, hey. Garrett Bradbury news this morning. This morning turned into what, like shortly afternoon, right? So there is some fluidity, some flexibility to these timelines, but I am told to anticipate Harrison Smith news today. I don't know what that decision is. What I do know is the Vikings don't want him back at his current number. And so he has a decision to make. Pay cut like Jordan Hicks, remain a Viking, finish his career with the franchise that drafted him or end up elsewhere. We will know the answer in a little bit. How substantial do we think the pay cut that the Vikings are asking Harrison to take is, Dukes? Well, I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty sizable pay cut, but I don't know if it's a 50%, a 40%, a 25%, but you know, we're not just talking a couple million dollars. I mean, it's going to be sizable if he ends up accepting their terms. All right. Um, so. That's discussion topic one. Discussion topic two, you touched on briefly. Garrett Bradbury, and, and you did tell me this morning that something was close. The Vikings were very involved. We then get the news, a three-year, $15.75 million contract, which to me is entirely reasonable. What can you tell us about how things went in the past couple of days with Garrett Bradbury and who was the mystery team involved? Yeah, I mean, the Vikings were always involved. They had a price point. They certainly were not going to go past what the Browns gave Ethan Posick. 
So, you know, we can debate who was the number one center available. Some people might prefer Connor McGovern, right? But Ethan got three years, $18 million. So we knew, or at least I knew, the Vikings were not exceeding that. If Garrett could go get that elsewhere, hey, congratulations to him. So he comes in at three years, $15.75 million. But the Vikings did push hard. They said, hey, Garrett, we really, really value you. You proved to us in 2022 you are a viable starting interior offensive lineman. We absolutely want you back. I am told, Judd, I know that we speculated a little bit. I believe you went on the airwaves with this. That, But you framed it as complete speculation because I know Seattle has been in the market for some center help. But it wasn't Seattle. So it came down to two teams for Garrett Bradbury. I'm told the other team was the San Francisco 49ers. So ultimately, they re-signed their own center, but they Mm -hmm. were in on Bradbury until the end. Like these last handful of hours when Bradbury was making his decision, I was told it was down to two teams. The Vikings were always involved, though. And the Vikings get their guy. They're still, they're still. I think uh, Garrett Bradbury might be knocking on the door there, Dukes. Um, Dukes, how much too did Bradbury coming back here? Because I, I, I know it was Kirk Cousins' contract got reworked. Then all of a sudden, Bradbury also gets signed. Was it not a coincidence that both those news kind of dovetailed, kind of right on the back and the back of each other? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we're just in that prime window, right, Declan? By the way, hello to Stella. We're in that prime She's window. She's yeah. very upset. Yeah, about love her. Yeah, very upset. With yeah, we haven't bonded happy. in a while. I haven't been invited to the to the Zolgad <laughs> Palace in a while. You were never Maybe. invited. I love you, but you you basically <laughs> told me that day I'm coming over to watch Gophers Colorado. Well, yeah. Well, I ended up at West End thinking I can't remember if it was Yard House or wherever I ended up. I don't up, want Declan. I thought to think they I'm had the Pac-12 you. network, mm-hmm. and I don't invite Declan old, either. Yeah, they didn't have the Pac-12 network, but thankfully you had it at your house. I, I don't have it at my house, so yeah, I did invite myself over. But I was in the neighborhood. I was in St. Louis Park. I figured, hey, I'm always glad to see you. I'm just joking. Like, but anyway, go you back. are the mayor of St. Louis Park, the unofficial mayor of St. Louis Park. So I'm like, hey, I may as well invite myself over. He'll lay out the red carpet. So yeah, that's the last time I bonded with Stella. So I miss Stella. But yeah, we're in that prime window of just a lot of stuff happening, right? Like I'm saying, we're going to get some news here on Harrison. I mean, they have until this time tomorrow, essentially, right? About 24 hours from now. I believe it's 3 o'clock Central, but essentially 24 hours. We're taping this right now at 2.30 p.m. Central time on Tuesday afternoon. So by this time tomorrow, they need to be cap compliant. So I would say, Declan, you know, it's just it's all encompassing, right? And they had been pushing, heck, they would have loved to get a decision from Garrett yesterday. Just didn't work out like that. But Garrett was atop their priority list. They absolutely wanted to get a deal done. They are very happy that they got this deal done. On the Cousins contract. So part of it I get, part of it I don't get. So they are not, this is not any step towards an extension. It, it appears that they have come to a stalemate there, okay? So just to be clear, this does not appear to pave the way for an, an extension. Um, not immediately, at least, right? I mean, right, right. This wasn't maybe done somewhere down the road, purpose. but yes, this, this is validation of what we've discussed for a while exactly. here, that there just wasn't any momentum on an extension yep. because they could have chosen to go the extension route to lower the 23 cap number. Instead, what, what they've done is they had the ability and they did it to create part of his salary to a signing bonus. Uh, that conversion clears up $16 million in, sal- in immediate salary cap space for 2000 
2023. Uh, his salary, his base salary unchanged remains $10 million. That's the good news. What confuses me is they went from having uh, two voidable years, which would be 24 and 25, to having four of them now through 2027, which means that Kirk Cousins is going to be on the books almost certainly long after he is gone. I guess here's what I don't get, and it would need to be explained. Um, Dukes, as you've been saying for a month and plus now, Brian O'Neill has the same ability. He's going to be on the team, but you can basically take his his salary and do the same exact thing. They're electing to, to do it with Cousins, so they're going to take four years of dead cab hits on this after, and I applauded them for this, with Thielen a couple days ago, swallowing hard, not post-June 1st dating his release, and taking on what is a very significant cap hit on dead money immediately. I guess I thought that the Vikings were going to go down the path of feeling the pain of Cousins' contract in twenty in 23, and then having the two void years. They turn it into four void years. This is where I am a bit confused at the strategy, unless we see a major free agent signing based on this and the conversion of O'Neill's contract. Well, I mean, they're still chasing some cornerbacks. I mean, there's still some pretty good players out there. There remains interest in re-signing Alexander Madison. Now, Rashad Penny comes off the board, finally a running back, unless you count former Viking Mike Boone. But Rashad Penny comes off the board. He seemingly is taking the place of Miles Sanders in Philadelphia. I am told Philadelphia was not in on Alexander Madison. I was curious, you know, could they have chosen Madison instead of Penny? No. The answer is no. The Eagles were were not in on Madison. But the Vikings do have genuine interest in retaining Alexander Madison. So they are still working on some things. I get, though, what you're saying now on the O'Neill contract. And I was led to believe six weeks ago, like that was something that was expected to happen. But as of yesterday, now I did not check again today. I apologize. But as of yesterday, there just there wasn't any sort of sense that that, that was going to happen. But they create $16 million in cap space for 2023 with the Cousins move. If they do what you're laying out with O'Neill, something comparable, something similar, would they be able to open up that much space? Like how much space? This is where I wish I could lean on my guy, Joel Corey or another capologist, right? Because a lot of this stuff, I mean, for many, many people, I saw some people opining on social media, Judd, that they think this is the right answer, but they're not sure. <laughs> and heck, like all this cap stuff is so darn confusing, but I just don't know. Could they have created $16 million by doing the gymnastics well, with O'Neill? That seems like, now it's a now, large number, right? So I think by doing the cousins move, that created that yeah. much more space. So if oh, over the cap at this moment is correct, they are now cap compliant by six million dollars. So O'Neill would create more. That that's my point. Is the only reason I think to do cousins would be if you're on the precipice of a fairly significant signing, and you need O'Neill's uh, potential cap savings, Darren. And Cousins is. That's what I'm curious to see this play out. I just hate a team that's clearing up cap space, pushing four years of dead cap into 2027 because I was such a personal fan of the feeling move and thought, you know what, just take the pain now. So unless you're signing Byron Murphy, who you think is going to be good for you for, let's say, four or five years, um, this move confuses me, but to your point, it's incredibly fluid and things could change. Well, I mean, Murphy is on their radar. Bunting is on their radar. I'm sure there's another cornerback or two that I just haven't unearthed 
It's on their radar, but you say four or five years. Judd, what proof is there that Quasey is willing to give out more than a three-year deal? Look at his history of giving out contracts. Not Justin Jefferson's extension will extend beyond three years when that happens. But if you go back to last year, Harrison Phillips, Jordan Hicks, Zadarius Smith, what they did yesterday, what they did today, Nick Mullins isn't getting beyond three years. So, like, what proof is there that they're willing to do a four- or five-year deal? Now, to secure a corner like Murphy that fits their timeline, you may have to go to four years or perhaps even five. But I'm just saying right now, Judd, there isn't proof that Quasey is willing to do that. Dudes, what's the latest with uh, Zadarius Smith? I know uh, he t- basically tweeted his goodbyes uh, or <laughs> a few days, about 72 hours ago, and then it was reported that there's no intention of trading him. Obviously, if they cut Zadarius Smith, uh, only $3 million in debt, but 12 in cap savings. I know they're probably doing their best to try to get some type of draft capital, but I'd imagine if they can't, then he might be the next cut victim potentially for the Vikings. Well, I mean, how do you get draft capital, Declan, now that you have this agreement with Davenport? Yeah. Right? Didn't you lose all leverage with that move? I don't have an update, Declan. But, like, even pre, now I get it, the Davenport move potentially changes the dynamics, but pre the Davenport move, the Vikings were sending the signal to the Zadarius camp that cry all you want, do whatever you want, we have you under contract, you're our property, we want you on this roster. I mean, it's not like Zadarius and Davenport couldn't coexist, right? So... I would say to be determined, I know the writing is on the wall. I know logic says Zadarius is going to be elsewhere. I get all that, right? But maybe it's that cat and mouse game. Maybe even though I don't think they have any leverage after the Davenport agreement, maybe they're sending out some of those signals to say, yeah, okay, you know, if you think we're cutting it, maybe we're not, right? So, yeah, give us that day three draft pick. We need more picks. You know, we're short on picks. So, Yes, I think that's still in the realm of possibilities. But I'm just telling you, one signal they've been sending out, Declan, is, hey, like we can we can keep Zadarius. We don't mind having Zadarius on this roster in 2023. Dalvin Cook is the other elephant in the room on, on the trade side. Judd, you told me yesterday to pursue Miami interest, and it looks like some Miami outlets have now picked up on that. I also had heard Atlanta. I had somebody last week speculate that Jacksonville was looking to do something on the running back front, but I have not heard specifically Jacksonville attached to Dalvin. I did hear Atlanta attached to Dalvin, but until I hear otherwise, I can see Dalvin in a Vikings uniform in 2023. Have you heard Buffalo at all? No, I mean, which, which would know, make some sense. It would, right? I mean, when your brother's they there, need right? running game help. And I mean, you know, they're knocking on the door of of pushing through, winning the AFC, maybe ultimately winning a Super Bowl, right? So they can use an upgrade at the running back position. But no, I've not specifically heard Buffalo. Not dismissing that possibility, but I was just told Miami-Atlanta. So here's three. Here's the three things I think that are in the air right now uh, as far as internal moves. I think Zedarius is gone. I, and I, I mean, I just don't see him coming back. You can threaten him, but you signed a guy to, to replace him. And you're not going to bring back a guy who clearly doesn't want to be here. Um, well, I that's think, another key part of this, right? That yeah. he doesn't want Harrison, to be here. Harrison he knows he can make Smith, more money elsewhere. Even after this first wave of free yeah. agency, you know, his camp feels like there's money to be made elsewhere, more money than he'll make here. Harrison Smith, 
as you, you reported at the top of the scoop session, is either going to be uh, decide to leave or come back at, at a reduced rate. And I think you're right on Cook. I think they're. I think they'd like to trade Cook. I think the availability now of the Chargers Austin Eckler changes that as well because that's a pretty attractive guy on the market. I think there's a very good chance though that what what you've been saying is right. If they can't trade Cook for what they want, he just comes back for a year and then they realize pretty significant savings on the cap next year if they, they have to cut him. So I think that you're probably right. There's a very yeah. Good I mean, chance it's either Dalvin yeah. Cook's back here. Absolutely. I mean, either Dalvin. Is here in 23, then gone after 23, or he's gone now. But I'm just saying, I mean, until I hear otherwise, the signs point to Dalvin being here in 23. But, yeah, I don't think he's here in 24. So, yeah, I mean, at that point, yeah, Madison could be gone. I mean, Denver is looking for another back, not necessarily a bell cow type, but they are looking for a complimentary type guy. You've got George Payton there, some other, you know, former Vikings influences in that front office. So that would be... You know, one potential landing spot. Heck, you know, maybe Jacksonville, you know, and Detroit is looking for somebody to put next to DeAndre Swift. Now, maybe that's just Jamal Williams again, but, you know, I would say, and you think about Madison's success against the Lions, right? I mean, the Lions have the book on Madison kicking their behind, right? So, I mean, that would be another potential landing spot. Plus, I mean, the Bears are going to do something, right? They still have a ton of money. Now, maybe that's as simple as just re-signing David Montgomery, but the Bears want to do something as well. Uh, last thing from me, Dukes. Obviously, the signings are happening. There's cuts happening. Are we any closer to any of these extensions, maybe specifically TJ Hawkinson? Is there anything close on that front that you're hearing? No, but I, you know, I anticipate something happening, Declan. Like, I'll be surprised if we're talking about TJ Hawkinson on the open market this time next year. So I anticipate something happening, but no, I've not heard of anything being on the cusp of, of completion. But that is something on their list of things to do. And, hey, I'd love to give you an update on Greg Joseph. That's another one that uh, I'm pursuing, and I just don't have you an tell update us when there. You get but one. I'm good right I will, now. I will let you know on that. I mean, there's just there's enough stuff going uh, yeah. on. Balls in the air, we call them. Balls in the <laughs> yeah, air. There are All right, th- Balls in thanks the much. Air. Let's get this posted, guys, because right. uh, it's great stuff. See you, Stella. Talk to you soon. All right. This Goodbye, goes on Stella. eBay right now. See ya. All right, see ya. Bye. <laughs> 